My name is Nicole Smith, and this is episode one um, about the state of hip hop. This is my panel, so you guys can introduce yourselves. Everybody, my name is Gunica Chuku, but Gunica for short. Yeah, that's me. Um, my name is Aisha. My name is Mary. Um, my name is Julio. My name is Daniel. Uh, my name is Ryan. Um, my name is Tiffany. Hi, everyone. I'm Jaden. Hi, my name is Beyonce. Okay, so um, basically, like, I'm just going to start start off this discussion with why do you guys think um, hip-hop or rap music is so popular nowadays? Um, I think it's popular because it's it's kind of interesting how it's popular. Like, it went from just being amongst black community to kind of being mainstream um it's just for me it's just infectious like people of all different cultures have just been able to enjoy this one type of music and it's it's changed so much from where it started so i think it's just the incorporation of, even the incorporation of other genres in hip-hop has just made it so popular recently. Mm -hmm. um I would say one of the reasons why um, hip hop is becoming more popular is because um, I think we've seen as a generation that how marketed, not marketing, um, profitable hip hop is. Um, when you look at how hip hop was judged like in the 90s as gangster rap and something that uh, narrates a scarier experience or an experience that people didn't necessarily want to be a part of to where now like, Six nine has like two million views on Instagram Live. It's like a change in culture because it's profitable to me, um, which doesn't necessarily dictate how much of like how good something is um, just because it's popular or marketing or um, marketable. Uh, but I do think that plays a huge part. Um. Yeah, I would like to agree with her. Um because of the fact that it's so profitable. Um, and I mean, the type of rap that we're talking about, like nowadays rap, would be um, like drug abuse rap or rap about um, the grind to get money or whatever the case may be. I guess it's more relatable to a larger crowd of people now because drugs and um, wanting to, this idea of wanting to get money and wanting to have more like designer, whatever, cars or whatever, it's more relatable because that's like what the media and what everybody is pushing at the same time. So I think that's why it's so popular at the moment because so many people could reach or um, not reach, but so many people could like relate to it. Like so many people want are doing drugs already or think drugs are cool or want to have these fast cars or money or whatever the case may be. And that's already like, that's what's making it profitable. And that's what's making it popular. Yeah, to add on to what the last speaker just said, uh, there's different type of hip hop, unlike other type of genre, which most of the time is not so, I guess it's not so broad in, in, in terms of one specific genre. The fact that hip hop itself has so many subgenres under it made it so, I guess, popular and uh, making it more accessible to different people of different backgrounds. Um, if I can, I wanted to just piggyback on that in terms of accessibility. Um, I think before hip-hop and rap was looked as, at a community that was exclusive um, to maybe Black people or even brown people, being that uh, it's kind of a, a mechanism to deal with the circumstances that we kind of um, are put into. The same thing with R&B and poetry. So now that uh, there's this vulture aspect to where it's accessible to anyone, anyone can kind of put on the costume and be like, oh, mm -hmm. I wanna rap, I'm a rapper. Even if they don't necessarily have the skill, they just have to present themselves as such and market themselves in that way. Um, so moving on, like, um, how do you guys think rap um, nowadays is different from rap music in the past? To me, I don't really think anything is original. Um, like in terms of glorifying drugs, I think the types of drugs have just changed. Um, there's always been uh, misogynistic rap, um, like money hungry rap, gangster rap. These things have always been things, but as far as what's trendy, 
Whereas maybe in the 90s, you can listen to like, I don't know, Usher, or even though it's not hip hop, but in terms of how much substance is a priority, I feel like that's decreased throughout the generations as far as what's trending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I would say is the difference. Yeah, I don't think it's like a huge um, difference. I feel that when we're looking back at it now, we're only looking at the people who were popular and the people who left a mark on hip hop and on history. And that's why I feel like people try to compare Tupac to the little people that may not last in five or 10 years, like Little Pump or something like that, and try to make that the big like comparison or difference between today's rap and the rap before. But I also agree this, there are artists that still rap about the black community or rap about real things that are going on in their life. And they're not all about money hungry. I mean, they're not all about money or they're not all about drugs. There are other rap, there is other rap out there that's still, I guess, real to the culture. But in to terms of, I feel like that rap isn't popular anymore. And that the lenses of the media are focusing on um, like the drug abuse rap and stuff like that. But, but in terms of like back then and now, like back then they still rap about drugs, like she said. But um, I feel like it was a change in um, back then maybe they rap more about being the people who are selling because those are the people that are gonna be looked at as popular. When now it's like when you're trying to appeal to college students and you're trying to appeal to a bigger market, you're gonna appeal to drug abuse instead of drugs, the drug sellers, if that makes sense. Um, I feel that rap has changed because more people are in the market now and not just black people. I'm seeing people that are of Hispanic descent or white people like Eminem and I feel like it's become easier for them to enter the market because in the 90s it was more so concentrated on black faces but now it's okay to have an Asian rapper, it's okay to have a white rapper and it's more accepted now. Um, How do you think um, rap music has affected the culture of this generation? I think, sorry. Go ahead. I think, um, like I was saying earlier, just the mainstream aspect of hip hop, it's like, um, it's definitely safe to say that it's influenced the way that we see fashion um, all around. And like the most common example is like when you go in the suburbs, you see suburban kids wearing, you know, fashion that they might have seen on their favorite hip-hop artists. And I think there's been a lot of crossover, especially within, I'd say, like, the last five years, a little bit more, between fashion and hip-hop, when you had, like, the Kanye's and a bunch of different um, artists and, like, the Drake's that um, really dipped into the fashion industry and kind of, and ASAP Rocky, just a lot of crossover really recently, I think. Yeah, I wanted to attest to that too, not even um, solely from what I see on social media, but even uh, I used to work um, at Apple and we would have like a large Asian demographic and they were always dressing like off-white and vape and like mm-hmm. hype-based apparel, which uh, com- comes from a lot of um, generations, rappers from our generation. Um, but further, I feel like everyone is subconsciously affected by the type of things that they intake. So whatever media you're listening to, and from my own observations, like men who listen to a particular type of music, they tend to try to like act like that in a way. Um, This is obviously a generalization, but I feel that the type of media that you intake is gonna impact not just individually, but as a generation as well. Yeah, um, for the fashion aspect and all the other things of like how hip hop or rap has influenced other things, I feel it's because it's it goes back to the profit, like the profit of it all. So if like we know that like these rappers are popular at the moment, then that's why you see Louis Vuitton or Off White or whatever sending these rappers free clothes so that the rappers wear it, so that the more and more, it's like it's like a marketing. It's just marketing. And that's just why, like, that you see the ASAP Rockies and the Kanye's getting these large contracts and being able to design their own sneakers or clothes or whatever the case may be, because it's all the the corporations want to make money off of these individuals and they want to make money off of, you know, something that was started a long time ago, because that's what, that's what just happens in, um, 
in our world, you know, like corporations trying to use, I guess, black culture in a sense to profit. And that there's multiple different ways. It's not just hip hop, but like we, but we all know that that's a different conversation. Do you guys think that hip hop murks um, the waters of who is allowed to and who is not allowed to use the N word? Because there's been just a lot of controversy around white people singing a rap song and they casually would say the N word because it's mm -hmm. in the lyrics. So, what are your opinions on that? Um, I, it makes me question kind of the intent for the artist. When you're creating a song, like, I wonder who they're creating it for. They're creating it for Black people, where it includes the N-word, and they're allowed to say it. Or are you creating it for a white demographic that's not allowed to say it, but you still have it in the lyrics? So you're kind of almost, I don't want to say encouraging, but you're creating this this unclear boundary of where I could, it's in the lyrics. I should be able to sing it, but I'm not able to because I'm a white person. I'm not white, but yeah, you're a white person. I think um from at least the way i see it is that a lot of these rappers grew up in communities and th there's obviously a way larger debate behind usage of the n-word like amongst black people ourselves but the way that things are now it's just rappers that have grown up in these communities where this is their colloquial this is their slang this is how they talk to each other so the only way that they know how to express themselves is the way that they were raised and the way that they've been their whole lives. So if if that's what they call their friends in their terms of endearment, like I said, there's, there's a whole nother argument behind the use of the N-word. But if that's what they call their friends and that's always how they've been and music is supposed to be their mode of expression, then I don't think that they're really thinking about who's saying the word when like when their song comes up it's music expression so sometimes music is taken and criticized very harshly but expression is something so subjective per person mm -hmm. i feel like it's important to bring up the discussion about the n-word especially um when it comes to anything like anybody using it i feel like that I, I agree like that word should only be used if you are black and or have african descent or whatever the case may be but um, I feel like when it comes to white people trying to use it just because they hear it in a rap song, I feel like, um, no. I mean, there's people who don't curse at all. And I bet when they hear it in a song, they just skip over it. I'm pretty sure it's that easy to just skip over the lyric. I mean, when I was a kid and I wasn't, you know, cursing because, you know, at the time, that's not what kids do. So when I was a kid, I would skip over the words. Yeah, I enjoy the song, but I would skip over the word, word the words that I don't want to say or that I shouldn't be saying. And that same kind of mindset should stick. Like, I'm not saying that we're, that they're kids, but this is a word that obviously affects a certain community and the history behind the word. The word is very important. So for you to try to justify saying the word by saying that it's a song and or we say it, why can't you? Like, there's, there's differences to it. And there's a bunch of other ways that, or there's a bunch of other things that, uh, there's a bunch of other things white people do that bl a black person can't. So I don't understand how this word should be any different. Like, black, let black people use it and disrespect that. Um, I feel like it's more than the question of what's right and what's wrong because, like, what's right and what's wrong is so, uh, what's the word? Like, it's so, you can't enforce anything with what you think is right because obviously, the general consensus is that it's wrong. But what I do think is that uh, these artists who have the uh, the white crowd or who has the strong white fan, fan base in Europe, they, they walk the line very consciously of what they choose to enforce and what they don't choose to enforce because in their mind, they need those people. Like they need their tickles, ticket sales, their merch sales, um, so they're not going to be clear on their stance because once you, and the, the, the white ego is very fragile. So when you tell a white person you can't do something, then that, that's a lot of your profit. Um, and another thing I wanted to touch on uh, that Ryan said, um, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Nav, but Nav, he like got into some controversy a few years ago because he was saying the N-word, but um he, he brought up an interesting perspective, which kind of aligns with what you said. Uh, he said that he was driving through Queens the other day and that 
it looked like where he was from in Canada. And and if a if a brown person from Queens was to emerge, how would they talk? Like how would they act when the predominance of your friends are acting a certain way, which doesn't excuse it at all. But I think that brings a bit of perspective. Mm -hmm. um, I also, oh, my phone. Well, go ahead, Ryan. Um, I also think that on a smaller scale, like, because there are a few different perspectives you could take of like the artist consciously making a decision um, whether they should make that, whether they should use the word or not. But on a smaller scale, like, I, I mean, I can't speak for the rest of you, but I've been in a situation where I've been, you know, next to a white person that said it and in a song and, you know, tried to justify the classic justification always in the song, blah, blah, blah. And for me, because I'm the only person that I can control, I know that I can sit there and talk to you and it should be a thing of more so respect for me. If I, if I told you that it makes me feel uncomfortable, then you should have enough respect for me, even if we're not friends, just acquaintances, whatever. The same way that I have respect for you if I just met you, you have to have that same respect for me. And I, I'm telling you that the way that that word makes me feel and all the history behind it, like the use, you using that word is just completely inappropriate. I feel like people need to stop being so defensive um, and understand and be like, okay, if, if this word is disrespectful to a certain group of people, I should have enough sense to not want to disrespect these people. Do you do you guys think that um, hip hop has kind of sparked this greater focus on materialism slash like capitalism? Is it giving like a a negative influence to its listeners? I feel like capitalism and the American dream is what this country has been built on. But being that uh, rap music is so infectious and is a catalyst for a lot of things, uh, of course we want to tune into what like hip-hop artists are doing as a generation it depends on the situation and how you interpret it because i think for a lot of artists the way the kind of stuff that they're talking about is like climbing out of like maybe any type of poverty that they experience or like hardships that they experienced and like being able to buy things for themselves and like purchase things for their family is like such an important part of their lives now. And I think for other people, maybe they can interpret that as like, oh, like, okay, I'm gonna go get like the fastest car or like the most expensive chain. But I think, I definitely think it depends on the listener and like how you're going to take that message. So you could like take it as, oh, I'm gonna go like actually like do something with this money that I'm getting and like help the people around me or like, you know, just do it for myself. And I don't know if either one of those things is a bad thing. Okay. Um, I'm from um, the Bronx, New York. So I grew up around a lot of this type of like drill music or whatever. Um, people say mumble rap and whatever type of hip hop. Um, and there's a lot of materialistic ideals that are pushed upon like me and the people in my community. Personally, me, at a young age, I, I, like, I think material like I'm materialistic I can admit that and I think it's like engraved in my mind but I also feel like you could take it in multiple ways and it could be pushed like it could be a push factor for you to do better or it could be also like a cycle that keeps you trapped so you could stay trapped in poverty and only supporting or helping out the economy by just purchasing these like using your last check to purchase these shoes but living in the same poor conditions or you could use it as motivation of like want to do better like maybe academically or whatever whatever in whatever sense to get you out of where you live get you living in a bigger house get you finally being able to purchase the cars you want or the clothes you want but also like the importance of doing better but like i don't know how exactly maybe we can change that and get people to focus more on like how they can create generational wealth in the sense because i feel like that's more important but I feel like materialism and clothes and the way others in your in your own community treat you if you don't have these clothes or talked up down upon you if you're not focused on getting certain things, it's like that makes it harder and it's kind of like a psychological mental thing in the community, in my opinion. Um, I just feel like this whole new wave of materialistic things is coming from this society and 
how the world moved, globalized, and you know, all parts of the world as the world developed more. Um, I don't think it's more so of like, I don't know how to um, explain it, but it's more, I, I just feel like it's the way the world is moving and that whole materialistic thing is not just coming from hip hop, but hip hop is basically perpetuating what the world, what they're seeing from the world and, and um, I think that sometimes our our successes as black people can sometimes like almost be invalidated because a lot of these people are coming from areas of extreme poverty or extreme struggle and they finally make it somewhere and so they feel the need to celebrate and I feel like that's very natural but it can be accessible of course and I think that's that's what more where like the question was geared towards but I, I don't know sometimes i feel like a white person could make just as much money and spend just as much money on cars but not spend it on their clothes but you know white people the the way that white people show wealth is sometimes different but also very much the same they, they still have their mansions and they still have nine cars in their garage but why is it that when a rap star does it they're somehow like invalidated for it it, it just it it varies sometimes, but it can it can be excessive. That was just hard. So for the artists that are in the music industry, like in hip hop and rap, who are problematic, do you think listeners like reactions to the actions of their favorite artists um, is like positive for the overall culture of rap? There's different types of problematic. Okay? There's definitely subcategories. I will personally admit that. I love Young Thug. But Young Thug has said he has such a, a pull on the black community. He he like if Lil Wayne is a grandfather, maybe Young Thug could be the father in some people's eyes and as far as how many people he's influenced. But what I will say is he said things about uh hitting women. Uh he has made those comments where he uh degrades women and we still embrace him with open arms um so no i don't think and that goes for like chris brown there are so many people um but i feel as though maybe if we're being entertained that's all that could possibly matter to a large amount of us um yeah i would also have to agree because um when it comes to also the black community, right? We have people like Kanye West, who everybody here knows has like openly been like a Trump supporter and said a bunch of things. I don't know if maybe he wasn't in the right mental space or if he um if his words got mixed up with his interviews about topics on slavery and whatever the case may be. But I feel as though like we've let those things just go by. And like the media does these does a thing where like one week we can see a black man killed on the street and the next week there's another issue that everybody puts their mind on and it's like everything that happened the week prior is just out of our brains and out of our heads. Kinda like how kinda like when rap and hip hop an artist does something problematic or not or toxic to our community or toxic to women or whatever the case may be. Not toxic, but you know, wrong in a sense, well, it is toxic, wrong in a sense. I didn't, toxic is a weird word to use, but whatever. Wrong in a sense, and I feel like just the next week or in a month later, like all of it is erased, their album drops, they still get the numbers they want. Um, Kanye West still sells a bunch of sneakers, um, clothes, things happen with no remorse. I mean, with, yeah, with nothing, with, yeah, no remorse. And like the same thing happens with the corporations, like Gucci will do something, boom, nothing happens. You know, it's like, it's just a trend that always happens. And I don't know. It's just something yeah, that you know. I kinda, yeah, I kind of like going off of that. I was thinking about the thing that just recently happened with Doja Cat. And like, I I guess it's just, it, it makes me think about like why things kind of get like let go in a sense. And I think a lot of it has to do with like, I feel like there's confusion that comes up with the situation that happens like actually, because I just felt like there was a lot of like back and forth about 
what she was actually saying in those like racist group chats that she was in or like if she actually even said anything and I felt like a lot of people were forgetting the fact that she was in the chat in the first place so like I don't know for me it felt like she didn't even have to say anything just like her being in the chat said enough um but I think a lot of people were focusing on like the tinier details and that just created a lot of confusion around what actually was the situation at hand in reference to what Jaden said, I feel like a lot of these celebrities aren't really given grace. It's almost like you do a little something and I'll attack you. And I really, I really, I do personally hate cancel culture because I feel like you don't give a person time to develop. You don't give a person time to be like, okay, this was me and this is me now. I'm sorry for what I did, but I feel like there's no, it's easier for like us normal people, we can do something and nobody's looking at us. But you have millions of people looking at you like you can't make any mistakes. Like when did celebrities become not angels, they're regular people and we don't give them the ability to be those people while still being celebrities. And I feel like there should be that kind of boundary where like I should be able to make mistakes, make an apology about it and go back to normal. It's not like you hate the rest of my life and bring it up every single time. Uh to piggyback on Gina. I'm sorry, Gina. Sorry, um, I just wonder, like, are these people truly canceled? Because although their public image may be dismayed, are their pockets hurting? And I feel like that's what really is the bottom line. Because for, for us to shame someone publicly, but for them to still be able to eat and eat well off of our attention isn't really a punishment if you ask me like I'm okay with people not liking me if I'm rich honestly uh, the second thing is I feel like as a generation especially with the rise of social media we kind of need people to worship in a sense like to, to place this this icon image on uh, and I feel like we do it subconsciously a lot of us to where we may not necessarily go out and buy somebody's t-shirt uh, face on a t-shirt but we'll watch their Instagram story religiously all day, every day, and not even realize what's going on. So I think a part of the reason why cancel culture doesn't even work is because nobody ever really gets canceled. I feel like everyone is always gonna have a fan base somewhere, whether they're black or white, and they can profit off of them because it's the internet. And you can profit off of a rock online. So I don't think it works personally because I don't think it exists. Moving on, we're going to talk about gender um, and hip-hop. So um, I first wanted to touch base on um, how masculin masculinity is uh, expressed and interpreted in hip-hop. Um, in hip-hop, I feel like, I feel like hip-hop is just a reflection of our society. And I guess, like, in our society, we have toxic masculinity. So in hip-hop, you're going to see the same things. Um, men focusing on the objectification of women um men focusing on we need to have this money just we should not be broke men focusing on being the most violent or being the most powerful in their community not allowing other men or other people to tell them what to do or having more guns or whatever the case may be it's the same toxic masculinity trends that we've seen um throughout history but i guess it's just more lyrical in our in our music now more prevalent, I would say. So I do think uh, hip hop and rap music uh, does perpetuate a hyper-masculine um, culture, but it's also known that black men in general has always felt or have always felt the need to prove their masculinity, even back to slavery where uh, you can have a family and be whooped in front of your family and not be able to do anything about it. Sorry if I didn't um, trigger one, but um, you can't defend yourself. The same thing with even gang violence. If you if you see someone close to you get killed, how, how do you go about those things? And how does it affect your self-image if you aren't able to dominate or at least defend uh, yourself against people who need to harm you? Um, and I, and I feel like that inevitably is going to come out in hip hop music because 
that's just the reality of the black man in America. How do you think women who are either like the rappers, like women rappers, or just even women in um, hip hop videos, how do you think um, they're portrayed? And how do you think that portrayal um, kind of affects um, the societal views that we have for black women or women in general? I like to say, well, like, I feel like men only likes it when it's like, when a woman is with him and like they feel superior to her. They like that whole like inferior and superior like kind of like dynamic going on. But when it's like a woman like feeling superior in her own like, you know, just embracing herself, embracing that female energy, they don't like it because they want to see the woman behind them. They don't want to see women in front of them, you know, like doing what they do. Like, you know, trying to like, how do I say this? Like, you know how guys are always, like, do you always want, like, females, like, girls, and just, like, try to, like, attract them? They don't like it when women do it. They just rather do it themselves. Like, that's just how I feel. Men, like, usually in rap, they talk about, like, their sexual lives fairly often, and, like, what they do to women, or, like, whatever the case may be with, like, the sexual acts. But as soon as, like, a woman like Megan Thee Stallion comes and like says something or like sort of like gives herself empowerment with her body and shows off like I don't want to say like shows off her sexuality but she's like confident in herself to talk about this stuff like that I feel like people often like criticize women for doing that when it's clearly like a thing in male rap and they talk about it all the time but when a woman when it comes to a woman talking about it it's seen as like oh why is she talking like that like why is she showcasing her body like that and stuff like that it's a piggyback i want to agree with beyonce i feel as though um modern day times like only recently in the media and all over other platforms are they like supporting these women artists a little bit more supporting darker skin supporting a lot of things that are important um, with the women rappers, I feel as though like women throughout music videos, throughout history, in our music videos and in rap, they were being objectified or, you know, viewed at as almost objects or something that she's good to look at. But I feel like now the whole perception, like maybe these women are still wearing their bikinis or wearing whatever they want to wear, but at least now it's more like they're that the perspective or the idea is that I'm doing it because of me. Like Megan Thee Stallion. Like she said, like the whole, I, th I believe it's Hot Girl Summer. You can correct me because it's Hot Girl and City Girl, it's different. But I believe it's the Hot Girl Summer like movement or trend or the little thing that became popular. Like being a hot girl or city girl, whatever the case may be, isn't about like, you know, shaking your body or moving or whatever the case may be. It's more about being, it's more about like womanhood and like she, Megan Thee Stallion has even said it, I believe. Like, it, like when we go to school, it's the same thing. Like go and get the A's, go and get your grades, um, go work out in the gym. Like Megan Thee Stallion has voiced her opinion and voice in many, in my opinion, I don't know all the things she said, but um, from what I've heard, from what I've seen on the media, like she's done a great job in my opinion of being like this forefront, her and Beyonce, or obviously she's not, not as big as Beyonce, but her and Beyonce and other women like that being the, like the leaders of that movement in women in music in general. I think, uh, the word Julio use, um, objection, is quite literally what it is because not only do you use or do these misogynistic rappers use women um, for their own personal uh, gratification, but it's also a matter of I'm judging you by the woman you're seen with or the woman you're associated with. For example, um, Corrine Steffens, or I'm not gonna say her other name. Uh, she was with Lil Wayne uh, for some time. And being that she was uh, promisc promiscuous, she was seen as someone whose worth uh, deteriorated, whereas his worth didn't deteriorate from being with this woman who was so used and abused. Um, and I also find that and this is just me from the outside looking in, uh, these misogynistic rappers who tend to objectify women, 
like women who, like Brittany said, is a step behind them, uh, whether they're dumbed down a little bit or they have some type of financial superiority over the person to where they can be kind of molded to be their accessory. Um, to add on to what both her and Brittany said, like I feel as though it's kind of similar to like um, this white privilege. Like as soon as they, they feel their privilege is taken away or they're losing control, that's when they're upset. Kind of like male privilege and men. Like Brittany said, as soon as the men feel like they don't have control over how women are being shown and like now women are taking control over it, I think that's what it may be frustrating some men. But that's all I have to say. You guys know how there was this sort of um, belief that only one female rapper can kind of be on top. And do you think that today um, or in recent years, do you guys still think that that belief is still there? I feel like the media really thrives on not just watching Black women, but Black women fight. I mean, Black people fight in general as far as like the reality TV culture. Uh, and maybe it's just human nature to want to see people like compete uh, and to obtain a Black and white uh, jurisdiction. But I do think it, it's an intentional thing because obviously we know all of these women are talented and we're listening to all of them. But we try to do these things, I feel, for entertainment purposes. I agree that I feel like the media and like, um, like even these corporations, like the music corporation, like they also make these things. And sometimes the, the little beefs or arguments or fights are sometimes fake because that's what gets attention and it's all then like that's what gets them popular. So when it comes to these things, I feel as though like um, they always like for years, it's like they always want women below the men. So this is just something like the belief that only one could be even like on top with the men. Like it, it makes sense. Um, and I, I think it still stands to this day because I can only name for if rap rapper wise. I can only name you about like a handful of women rappers that are popular. You know, I obviously I know some that are that are not as popular, but they're not as popular because I don't know the media or the like. Maybe they are more talented and better rappers, but you know the media plays a big part in everything. So and every on all of these five women rappers that I could can name to you, all of them have had some sort of argument or fight or beef that you know propelled them to get even more popular or whatever the case may be. But um, I don't know. I feel like. Um, in general, society um, downplays women's work and tries to degrade women and bring their status lower than men. So it's only like, it kind of makes sense to why it's the same thing in hip hop because that's how it is in our society. And hip hop is just reflecting, it's just an art form that reflects our society. So. I definitely agree with what everyone is saying. And I feel like in my opinion, like, the, in the past, like in the 90s with rappers like Lil' Kim and like Missy Elliott, I feel like there was more of a camaraderie between them. And then like after, like after the 2000s, 2010s, I feel like it became more separated and people were, obviously the media is like pitting people against each other. But I feel like within like, well, this year or like within the last couple months, it's been like getting better with women supporting other women in the music industry and I feel like maybe it could like there could be a trend of people or, or black women supporting each other like doing collaborations or like just advertising other women's music and I feel like there could be some future with doing that yeah so um, when I was doing the research, a lot of people were kind of asking, like, can you be a feminist or can you believe in feminist ideals and still listen to hip hop music, which is largely misogynistic and just negative towards women? So I just wanted to ask, um, what are your opinions um, on that question? I think that's a great question because as um, harmless as we think 
streams are when we listen to artists on Apple Music or Tidal, we are in a way reassuring them of uh, that what they're doing is okay because we are replenishing them. We're rewarding them for what they're saying and what they're doing through our attention and money. Uh, even though you may not necessarily have to buy uh, an album on iTunes like you had to do in like 2010, streams still generate wealth for these people. Um, but I don't, I don't know if I have the answer to that question. I mean, it's a difficult question because it requires sacrifice. And just like everything else, if you're gonna, if you want to go, if you self-proclaim yourself as a feminist and you want to uphold these ideals about um, equality and, you know, the correct treatment of women, I mean, it's, it's difficult because we don't, it's like music is all around us and we might really like the music and it might feel so good to listen to it. But if you want to do something, um, you just have to do it all the way. So if that's what you want to do and uphold these ideals, and I'm not saying that there's no gray area because there's too many complexities in life to be so polar. But I think that um, if you, if you self-proclaim as a feminist and you want to uphold your ideals, I feel like then you just have to take every step necessary in order to stick true to what you believe. Uh, I just wanted to uh, leave that question off with the, the dynamic between the black man and the black woman, uh, and then uh, put that into perspective with what feminism is, which is a movement that's dominated by white women mm -hmm. and the complexities between, okay, yeah, I may not feel like the black man has all the way been there for me, I'm not going to necessarily ostracize or just turn my back on black men in, in, in totality because in a large way, our struggles are tied together. That's all I want to say. So we're gonna move on to hip hop as a global entity. Hip hop music is not just um, big in America, but it has expanded globally. So how do you guys feel about the expansion of hip hop? I think hip hop, when it comes to like other co countries and like stuff like that, like I know there's like Asian rappers and people all over the world, like in India and in Europe or whatever the case may be. I feel like in general, like rap is a certain genre of music. So at the end of the day, it's still a form of just expressing yourself. So maybe they're using rap in a sense to like express themselves and you know, showcase their struggles, just like how that's like the whole reason it started as a form of expressing yourself in a different way. So, I mean, that's my opinion on it. Um, I wanted to say that um, I feel like there's a, a possessiveness when it comes to rap music, uh, especially for Black Americans. Um, like my parents are immigrants, but I know that for my friends who are born in the United States who don't necessarily know where their exact culture stem from, uh, Black American culture is essentially a culture of its own, even though it isn't necessarily Ghana or Trinidad, it still has its cultural aspects that we hold on to, like the Thanksgiving memes that we all see, like we all can relate to that, even though we may not know where all of our ancestors came from. So I think that that's a large amount of the possessiveness when it comes to hip hop, being that it, it started off as a black American thing, despite having its roots in Africa. Uh, and I feel like we do have a right to try to preserve that part of our culture because everything is in a sense, not ours. Uh, like the things that we create and the things that we pioneer, it ends up benefiting someone else. Yeah, I agree with that. It's very profitable, um, hip hop. And also like in the sense that like what you said, it's not very like, everybody can kind of come in and that sense of not protecting it have allowed the world and other um, groups of people to 
have easier access to it. It's not like, you know how other cultures have their own thing that they protect. Hip hop is not a thing like that. It's like everybody can take a part of it and morph it into whatever whatever it means that they want to express themselves. And I believe that that sense of like accessibility and um, for other people and also like the globalization with when it comes to like record labels and all of that have played a role in making it this wild spread thing, so. So do you think that while hip hop is becoming this global um, marketplace, there should at least be some emphasis placed on um, having these people from different countries, making sure that they at least know the historical background of hip hop? Um, I think that they should, I mean, we we know who created it however i've noticed or i've come to the conclusion that black culture is american culture in general black culture is it, it's like they're pretty much the same thing and because america has its hand in every country every like the whole world is has western influence to it so i don't feel like people will give pay homage to the fact that oh yeah a black person created this is kind of like you know what this is american thing we love america so we're just going to partake in the music like to be honest a lot of people never look at the historical background of anything they just be like like you remember that renegade dance right nobody nobody delved dove deeper to find out who the originator was they just saw it and they took it and they ran with it and that's the same thing for hip-hop and literally anything else yeah i mm -hmm. think that there's a lot of room to talk about how things ought to be as with everything there's obviously an idealistic preference but when you look at like even peaches from vine how she like started saying on fleet and everybody started saying on fleet and she really didn't receive any money from anyone it kind of puts into perspective that i think vulturism is just DNA. I don't even, I can't even say that it's just America, although America has definitely set the stage um, as to what it means to literally take somebody's culture and uh, capitalize on it. I don't think it can really be enforced because even subconsciously, we all know like where the drip comes from, but I don't know if that can be enforced in any manageable way. Mm -hmm. What I wanted to say was, um, I feel like in other aspects or in other genres of music, like classical music or whatever the case may be, when you're learning an instrument, like the violin or something or the piano, if you want to become a professional at it or whatever the case may be, you kind of have to dive deep into the history of it and learn all the uh, people that came before you, etc. And I feel like though, that ideal should be or that should be ideal, you know? If you want to be a professional rapper and you want to jump into this culture and all that stuff, then you have to know the people who came before you. Just like the classical musicians know the people who came before them. These rock stars know who came before them, you know? All of that stuff matters. So I feel as though that, that I feel as though personally, if I'm being honest, I feel like it's, it, does, it doesn't matter or like it doesn't matter because of the fact that it's, it's like, it's because we're like it's black and like pe everything black has always been taken without acknowledgement and like taken like right out of our hands you know even though we're the ones that started or popularized or popular make it popular and all that stuff like we we do that stuff that they just take and take and take and like there's no like recognition and all that stuff but i feel like it, it's no difference than classical music all the classical musicians I'm pretty sure I had to go to class and learn everybody before them. So it should be the same way. Moving on to the last point, um, we're going to talk about um, the future of hip hop. Do you guys think that um, hip hop will maintain the same type of popularity we see nowadays in upcoming um, decades? And also, like, what do you guys speculate the future of hip hop to be in general? Um. I feel like hip hop in the future be based on more instrumental. Um, when we look at old hip hop, we see that it was more lyrical and based on moral, not like words and being able to really express yourself with words, but now it's kind of more about sound 
making a hit song, what attracts people, what gets people moving. And also in the future, I don't think, I don't know, hip hop might not be a popular phenomenon. Um, let's look at like rock, right? Like how rock was so popular. Like if you look back then, like it was a big thing, but now when you look at rock, it's not as like, you know, as popular as there was, even though it's still relevant um, to some extent. Um, I don't know, I just feel like hip hop may, I don't know, calm down in a way, but yeah. Hip hop is very unique in the sense that it's like, it can't be tamed really. Like it's, there's really nothing like, no other genre like hip hop. The way that I guess there, there's other genres are, can be, put in such a box like when you just hear rock you know that this is a rock song when you hear reggae you know that this is a reggae song when you hear you know other types of music you you can kind of put them in a box but hip-hop I feel like contrary to what has been said already I feel like hip-hop could still become popular in the next or still maintain its popularity in the next 20 years but that comes with the drawback of Will that be recognizable to what we know as hip hop now? I don't know. But um, also I agree with what Mary was talking about, just how like it, it's gonna become a lot more melodic because we already see that. But hip hop as itself, I'm sure that in the trajectory that it's going on now, it's still gonna be popular. Just will we be able to recognize it as hip hop? That's, that's a question that we will we'll be able to answer later. I would like to say that I, I, I feel like, yeah, hip hop is so diverse. Like there's so much different type of hip hop, I guess. Like if you are a more lyrical person, there is more like lyrical rap out there, but it's just not so pushed on the media or pushed on the big platforms. There are, there is raps for of people who are rapping about the black community or people who are still rapping about selling drugs or drug abuse. It's different types of rap. So I feel like it's gonna just keep being a, another different type of rap like this mumble rap is kind of like newish um the drill rap that came into the scene with chief keef and all of them like that's also kind of newish so it's just going to be another version or something else maybe we won't recognize it as like our version of rap because that's maybe not what we're used to but the whole idea of hip-hop is still going to live on and that's why it's so profitable and all that stuff and that's why you know all these corporations have invested so much into it that's like the end of the discussion um thank you guys for like participating this was a really good discussion um you guys can just exit out thank you have a good day y'all bye, bye.